0: Welcome to the National Diabetes Services Scheme Support Services podcast, powered by Diabetes Qualified.
1: Hi, I'm Angela Blair. I'm a credential diabetes educator with Diabetes New South Wales and ACT. And I'm joined by Mark Bennett, who's our helpline team leader for the National Diabetes Services Scheme, or in brackets, NDSS. Hi, Angela. Before we start, I guess what I need to say is just a few words about what NDSS is, or the National Diabetes Services Scheme. It's been around since 1987 as an initiative of the Australian government, and it's administered by Diabetes Australia. Now, We work for Diabetes New South Wales and ACT and so we're like the agent or we look after it in our state obviously territory for, for ACT. It started out initially as product, but now it's become very much more about all the services that go hand in hand with being registered with the NDSS. Today, we might talk about some of those services, not so much the product side of it. That's fairly easy. People, once they're registered, can go and get their product through their pharmacy or access point, which we now call the pharmacies that look after NDSS product. But I guess this is so much more. It's It's more than just product. Why do you think people who may not be testing their blood or or injecting insulin need to be registered with the NDSS?
0: As soon as someone is is diagnosed with diabetes, it's a fantastic idea to get them registered on the National Diabetes Services Scheme, Um, not just because they uh, may or may not need to test their, their levels all the time, because there are other services and programs that are there for them. We've got events and programs all throughout the year. They're diagnostic and also educational, um, so you can always learn something from these events. And if you're not registered on the National Diabetes Services Scheme, you're not necessarily going to know when and where these events are on. So with a registration comes a whole lot of invitations, depending upon where you live, to the events that are on in your area. So it's not just for testing strips. Um, because I guess everyone knows that to test your blood, you need the testing strips. But there are also insulin pump consumables for people who have to be on a pump, pen needles and syringes for people who need um, insulin and who haven't got a pump. And there's also continuous glucose monitoring for people under the age of 21 years, and that comes at no cost under the NDSS. So there are also fact sheets and resources that are available to everyone, so you can get them off the website, the ndss.com.au. can also get them in paper form. So it's not just a register just so that you can test your levels. There's so much more that that people can avail of.
1: It is. It's a great scheme and it's been around for a while now, but I think it, it's sometimes a bit of a challenge. So if someone was listening to this and they're not registered with the ndss yes. yet, How do you go about registering?
0: Usually you see your GP or your health professional or whoever it was that diagnosed you. They fill out a form, you sign off on it and it gets sent off so that you can be registered. Now, it it does have to be certified. So it's certified by either a doctor, a nurse practitioner or a credentialed diabetes educator like yourself.
1: I sign lots of forms.
0: And so the registration won't happen unless that takes place. You can visit our website as well, diabetesnsw.com.au. You know, but the best thing is to see a health professional.
1: So, Mark, we talked about registering people with the NDSS. What happens if they don't fill in all the little boxes and ticks and checks on the form?
0: Okay, so it is important that we get a fully completed registration form. So it has to be signed off by both the person making the diagnosis and the person who's been diagnosed, if for some reason we don't get everything completed, one of our operators from our registration team will give the person who's certifying it a call uh, so that we can make sure that we've got all the details.
1: Does that delay their registration then?
0: It may slightly delay it, depending upon if we can get in contact with uh, that person straight away or not, but it shouldn't delay it by by very long at all.
1: So it's really important, as say me as a, as a diabetes educator, I need to make sure that if I'm sending in a form for somebody that they've actually filled in all the pieces of information that are required for their registration.
0: That's right. I would expect that you would know that already, Angela.
1: I do know that already, Mark, (laughs) but it was good to say it. (laughs) One of the other things that's part of NDSS that I guess I as a health professional know about is that box on the form that is other. So it's for those people that don't have type 1 or type 2 diabetes or nor gestational diabetes and they fall into the box called other. Can you clarify that?
0: Uh, There are some people in special circumstances who don't fit into the the general type 1, type 2 or gestational diabetes boxes, I guess. So these need to be looked at on a case-by-case basis and the Department of Health uh, will make a decision on whether they are to be registered on the National Diabetes Services Scheme.
1: One of the things that I would like people out there that are actually registering people, you know, certifying the form, is that, you know, if they've got type 1 or type 2 diabetes but it may be associated with something like, you know, being put on steroids, that they still have type 1 or type 2 diabetes. It's only other if it's not diabetes. And I think sometimes there's a bit of confusion around what other means. One thing, I guess, is... People need to understand is if it's pre-diabetes or it's hypoglycemia, so it's not, it's not a diagnosis of diabetes, that they are not eligible for registration with the NDSS.
0: That's right. Hopefully they should they should all know that. It's not just something to tick just because you don't want to tick anything else. It has to be it has to be something specific.
1: You know, when we talk about all the forms that are associated with the NDSS, the one form that must be sent in to Diabetes New South Wales and ACT is the registration form.
0: That's right. The in, the initial registration needs to come to us so that we can get all the details we need and update the uh, national database you <laughs> Um, whereas the other forms, any update forms or or change forms, I guess you could call them, they're dealt with at the access point, the pharmacy.
1: I guess now there's lots of health professionals out there that think that NDSS is very much linked to um, whether a person's checking their blood glucose level or not and not always registering someone. So the person can go to their doctor and ask to be registered, not just to get strips, but to make themselves available to all yeah, those of extra services can. that are provided. That's right. I think that's really important. So one of the things you mentioned was about programs in their area. So how would they find out about those programs? Because I know your team actually book a lot of people into those yes, we do, yeah. into those events. So how would they know, if they didn't receive an invitation, how would they know what programs they could attend?
0: If they are registered, they will receive an invitation either by mail or, or by email, depending if they've got the capabilities to receive emails. There are other ways, you can find out, you can always ring the 1300 number, the NDSS hotline, which is 1300 136 Or you can ring us here at Diabetes New South Wales and ACT. We'll be able to, to tell you what events are on in your area. That's a different number. It's 1300 342 238. But you can ring either of those numbers and we'll be able to, to let you know what's on in your area. And they can also go to our, our website, so diabetesnsw.com.au.
1: And they just go to events there, don't they, and pop in their Postcode, Postcode and, that's right, and that'll come up with whatever events are in there. Yeah, it'll their show area. them
0: show them what's on.
1: It's, it's really a unique way of finding out programs. So There's lots of options, so I guess. The important thing is to find out what programs are on. I mean, as an educator, I really like the fact that there are these extra programs. A lot of people see their team, which might be the dietitian, diabetes educator, about their diabetes when they're first diagnosed and then if they're having problems. But they don't often have the opportunity to just keep going to programs over the year whenever they need to. And this is a way that they can access these programs. They don't cost anything under the NDSS. so That's right, yep, they're it, free. It's, it's a really good way of having that, you know, a little bit of extra education ongoing. One of the things that um, is good about NDSS is all these extra services. Can you just tell us a little bit about the helpline? Because I think that's that's a very important part of the services NDSS provide. Not everyone knows about it. You know, I talk to health professionals a lot and they go, oh, I didn't know that I could give people that number to ring. So can you talk a little bit about what the helpline does for people living with diabetes and their supporters and health professionals?
0: Okay, all right. The helpline is multifaceted in that it not only takes general calls for have I been registered yet, what's my registration number, can I get a new card, things like that, but it's also there to, to help you organise a call from a health professional. So what a lot of people may not realise is that under the NDSS, you can speak to an educator like yourself, or a, an exercise physiologist, or a dietitian, and that comes at no cost to yourself. So it's not just a general service line; it can be for something specific, like you know you need to speak to someone and you can't get into your your GP, or you can't you know you can't get into your educator or or something like that.
1: Um. So, Mark, I know that one of the other great features of the um helpline is that people can ring in and find out about some of the programs that we run through NDSS like the smarts range of programs which is about healthy eating shopping foot care medications and some of those programs and i know that they can ring the helpline to find out if they haven't got a computer and can look at them up on through our website and also to book in
0: they sure can yeah they can just ring the 1300 1- 1- number because we have a lot of those programs like carb smarts and foot smarts and shop smarts all those all those sorts of things um so they can they can just call up find out what's on where it's on when it's on and they can book in just in one phone call it's a very simple process
1: Mark, tell me, when someone's newly registered with the NDSS, do they still receive the nice little booklet or information booklet about the NDSS and, and a bit about diabetes, how you look after it?
0: They sure do. So upon registration, you're given a registration number. and We also send out the, the welcome booklet and the, the NDSS card as well. So it, it has a lot of information about people when they're first diagnosed. It also gives you um uh, websites that you can visit, um, depending upon which diagnosis you've received. So yes, they do. They do get that upon registration.
1: And the gestational ladies, I know, get a separate booklet, don't they?
0: They do. It's because, well, it's pretty special for <laughs> a type of diabetes for for the ladies that have gestational diabetes. Uh, so there is one, one specifically for them as well.
1: One of the things that I really like about NDSS at the moment is that they really do cater to some special groups. Like there's the portal for the multicultural resources that are translated into multiple languages. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I, I know that not lots of people know about that. So what happens if someone does ring up and they need some sort of translation support?
0: We can, of course, let them know about the portal, but if there's something that they need to know straight away, uh, we, we can organise a, an interpreter for them over the phone, uh, depending upon what language they speak. You know, we just have to find um, an interpreter that speaks that language and then we can get the information to them straight away.
1: That's great. Does that cost them anything?
0: No, no, that's a free service. It's still to a free service. Yes. So that's
1: something not many people know about, but it is a great, they need to speak to Especially a health professional that they can have a translator with them. It's another value add, isn't it? It Certainly is, yes. Mark, back in July 2016, we had a few changes made to NDSS, and now all the product side of it is actually managed through pharmacy.
0: That's
1: right, yeah. So tell me about oh, – there's lots of forms that go along with an NDSS registration. There's change of details. There's the six-monthly approval for STRIPS if you've got type 2 diabetes and you're not on insulin. Yes, There's true. also the change of medication. If you do go on to insulin, you need access to pen needles – what happens with those forms now? Do they, are they still sent to, um, us, at Diabetes New South Wales and ACT or what happens to them?
0: Those forms need to be, uh, signed off by the health professional. So you should have visited your GP or your endocrinologist or whomever it is that, that you're seeing. Those forms need to be taken now to the NDSS access point, the pharmacy that you buy your, your NDSS products from. And they update the details f- for you. So those forms no longer come. Come to us, but they go straight to the pharmacy.
1: That's a great part of the changes, I guess. It's made it a lot easier for people.
0: It's a a lot more streamlined.
1: Something that I think is an even better initiative has been the recent changes to allocating someone with their NDSS number. Do you want to tell us about the changes with that? Because it's a great initiative.
0: It sure is. Okay, so the NDSS has just introduced a texting notification for people who have just been diagnosed. So as soon as you are registered on the National Diabetes Services Scheme, an SMS will go out to your mobile number, um, letting you know that you've been registered and what your registration number is. You no longer have to wait for the form to go in and then call up and see if the form's been received, if I've got my number. Anything like that. So, yeah, it is, it's really a good system now.
1: I can tell you there are many excited people out there because often, especially for women that have been diagnosed with gestational diabetes, they need to start testing as quickly as possible. So, this takes out that time barrier between registering them and, and sending it out in the mail. Yeah, I that, mean, that still happens.
0: Yes. They've got a lot on their mind to start they've with. They've got they a don't lot need of mind and well. Yeah, they've.
1: They've got that number straight away. Has been a great, and I know my colleagues out there are thinking that this is the best initiative that's happened with NDSS in a long while. So
0: yeah, it's a great it's one. It's a
1: great one. Thank you, Mark, for joining me today. It was a great summary of all the services that NDSS provide. I mean, people think it's just about the product, but it's so much more. It's so much about the programs that are on offer, the helpline. I mean, that in itself is a great service. That if people have have it there, they can really look after their diabetes if they've got those questions or concerns. And it's a comprehensive service. It's there to support the person on their journey with diabetes.
0: Thanks for having me, Angela. Uh, I'm glad I could be of assistance. Thanks for listening to the
1: National Diabetes Services Scheme podcast. For more information, visit ndss.com.au.